Hi everybody, Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. So the screaming broken banshees of the internet have descended vulture-like to feast upon the shattered bones of another innocent victim, Ken Bone, the fellow who um, was asking a question about energy in a presidential debate, has had some pretty positive media attention. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. They apparently want him back because he was very good. And uh, so he rose uh, to prominence based upon a small intersection of, uh, you know, maybe looking a little less than cool uh, and uh, having that kind of face that people want to meme and so on. And, of course, people are just looking for new prey, right? These shattered people who break others because they were broken themselves uh, and can't admit it uh, and thus must reproduce the savage tearing apart of their own histories by savagely tearing apart other people's histories uh, swooped in on him because when he did and asked me anything, he used some public account. And then, of course, people began scouring the Internet and found things that they considered objectionable, like I think he left a couple of comments on some erotic images. Wait, there are erotic images on the Internet? Oh, wait, sorry. That is the Internet. <laughs> and um, what else did he do? He uh, Oh, uh, he talked about the... Um, uh, George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin uh, interaction and said that it was uh, justified. In in other words, it was, his, he clarified, he said it was legally justified, which of course it was, because if it wasn't legally justified, then uh, Zimmerman would have gone to prison rather than been set free. So uh, he said a true thing. And uh, this true thing, of course, is something that uh, people on the left, uh, social justice warriors and the race baiters and so on, they don't like the fact that uh, George Zimmerman was acquitted of the um, death of uh, Trayvon Martin, and therefore they must destroy his life. And uh, this psychotic herd of screaming banshees that races around the internet trying to find dirt on people and, and render them um, ostracized and inert and unemployable, and I mean, good Lord, this is a a brutal form of abuse that occurs. And it makes the internet, which should be about the free exchange of unfiltered ideas and uh, arguments and disagreements and thoughts, it makes it something where people feel there's this landmine. You know, did you ever say anything anywhere that could be traced back to you and these people could grab it and raise it to the sky with the compliance of the media and everyone might write about it and your life will never be the same and then everything that... Anyone ever searches for you, if you're going to go for a job, they're going to find all of this stuff and realize that you come with a lot of baggage and people who dislike you and it's taught. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How tragic. What a ridiculous and awful and brutal place to end up with the greatest medium for the exchange of ideas that the world has ever known. And certainly the greatest step forward until we all become telepathically linked and can read each other's thoughts, which... I'm not sure it would be a positive thing. But until we all become telepathically linked, this is the greatest step forward in human communication. And like all great things that come to pass, there are trolls who will try and mess it up. Now, I actually have a great deal of sympathy for the trolls. I mean, if if the great giggly glee of your life is tracking down some guy... Uh, digging up all of his dirt and then holding it cackling like a wounded crow uh, for the baying of the wounded crowd, that to me is uh, a pretty tragic confession of being broken very early in life. You know, why do people try to hurt others? Well, originally it was because they were hurt themselves. Why do people steal? Because 
they were stolen from uh, emotionally or physically. Why do people abuse others? It's the old thing, hurt people, hurt people. It doesn't mean that they're not morally responsible. It doesn't mean that they're not doing terrible things. But for those with the eyes to see, it is very clear that it is a confession of very deep and very early hurt and neglect and abandonment uh, that occurs. And of, of course, a lot of this has to do with what goes on in daycare, a lot of the social justice warrior stuff, the fragility has a lot to do with uh, daycare, right? The studies have shown that if you put a child into daycare for more than 20 hours or so a week, that child will experience all of the same symptoms as a child who's been completely abandoned by his mother. Maternal abandonment is the most terrifying thing that a child can go through, and I think it leaves people with lifelong uh, anxiety and fear and instability and hostility and and, uh, all of this kind of shaky snowflake stuff that we see going on. Well, this has come out of the daycare generation. So good job, feminism. Excellent job getting mothers to abandon their children so that they can go to the workforce um, and contribute more in taxes so that the government can use the taxes that they contribute in the workforce as collateral to borrow against their children's future. So excellent, excellent job. Also, not only is it the taxes that women who go into the workforce start paying, but also then you get taxes and unions and government support from the daycare workers. And that is wonderful for the government. It's great for the expansion of power. Uh, It just tends to take a rather brown-shirted jackboot to the hearts and souls of innocent babies. But hey, you know, in the rush to power, does it really matter if you drive the the tank of political lust over uh, the faces of the next generation? Apparently not. So this is a great tragedy. Uh, It has... um, A lot of the decisions that we've made, uh, the welfare state, single motherhood, daycare, uh, the abandonment of children to be raised in institutions uh, where they get exposed to the lowest common denominator of the craziest kid in the class who tends to rule and dominate the entire social apparatus, Uh, the lack of bonding, the the, uh, Lord of the Flies, dog-eat-dog jungle uh, of uh, childhood that we've basically turned children, uh, children over to. Well, it's created a huge set of wounds in society, and I view this kind of uh, this sort of shark-infested uh, try and step through the waters uh, of any kind of prominence without getting your limbs chewed off. This sort of feeding frenzy that goes on, this you know piranhas on the spine and soul of the cow that wanders into the Amazon. This is uh, evidence of the giant uh, boot print of bad decisions uh, that we've made as a society. Uh, about how we deal with children, about how we raise children. And, you know, the loving, maternal, warm embrace of a mother who's there consistently for you has been abandoned because uh, apparently motherhood is déclassé. And what's really fantastic is working in some customer service department dealing with endless complaints rather than suckling and nuzzling and raising your children. But these decisions have been made, and we've got this fallout that has come from it. And the fallout is... A lot of the people uh, in the world uh, who don't have that kind of early attachment uh, don't have um, confidence uh, to engage with other people at an equal level. They must either, as the old saying used to say about last mid-century Germans, they're either at your feet or they're at your throat. They're either uh, you're, uh, like bowing down to you or uh, going for you with every spiritual dagger they can summon. These are bad decisions that were made as a society. Uh, and um, every society that abandons the needs of children Um, slowly begins to undermine its own future. And so I do have sympathy. You know, this this guy um, just asked a question. He's just participating in a democracy and turned out that he had a pretty funny uh, and engaging streak when he was um, uh, in the media. And uh, therefore, of course, somebody who 
is an average person who rises to some prominence and some popularity. Uh, all of the other people who are broken, you know, broken people don't like to see anybody rise up and make themselves whole. And, and so they must be torn down, right? Uh, misery loves company, as the old saying goes. If you see someone assemble themselves into something better than you and you have the chance to undercut them, then a lot of people will take that opportunity and will take a strange kind of giggly hysterical glee you know like you watch those fail videos on the internet and that sort of hysterical disturbing laughter when somebody face plants into a um a piece of ice or or you know trips uh going down some stairs or whatever that is the uh i don't know it's like an autistic sadism uh of broken-hearted people who can't admit their pain right and therefore must destroy others as they were themselves destroyed to make their own destruction a principle rather than something that happened to them individually as the result of particular people's choices. So it is really, really tragic. It is really vile. Uh, it is something that we really, really need to find a way to push back on and to to recognize uh, as the extremely dangerous uh, phenomenon that it is. So don't consume the articles that talk about this. Don't um, go to the advertisers of people who support this kind of stuff. Just steer clear of it and recognize that it is a great baying cry of a wounded animal to go around savagely attacking other people who've done nothing other than rise above their station. And this creates this paranoia of, well, what if I did or said something? Well, I can't then go into public life. I can't then become prominent. And what what happens is then people who are concerned uh, end up uh, with about these things end up often shying away from any kind of public life. Uh, and the people who don't give a rat's ass about it are the ones who end up confidently stepping into the public arena, not caring how many skulls are tied to their heels. Those are the kinds of people often who end up in the public arena, which is exactly the opposite kind of people, people who are sensitive, who have a conscience. Those are the people we want in the public arena. But this, you know, baying pack of wolves that takes down uh, every innocent doe, they are the ones who are keeping people from, the quality people from, uh, a public life. So please avoid this kind of stuff. Recognize it for the damage, broken cry for hysterical non-help that it is. Stay away from it. Don't support these articles. Don't email. Don't share these articles. Don't giggle at some guy in a red cable knit sweater who, you know, may have packed on a few pounds. Uh, he's just a guy. He just asked a question. Let him have his moment in the sun. If he can stretch it out to more than a moment, more power to him, good for him, but stay away. Do not run with these wolves because I'm telling you, you can feed this guy to them, but they're coming for you next. <laughs>